0: Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. Today's episode is a sermon from June the 20th. That was a little while back. I think this is still me playing catch-up on getting these sermon audios out there and onto the podcast platform. This one was preached by Pastor Gary, and it looks at Jesus calming the storm, as we hear in Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 41. Uh, That's such a great story. There's even a Bible study on the podcast feed from a while back, um, back in early June, where we talk about it in depth, but now you get to hear a sermon from Pastor Gary on this exact text. Hope you enjoy it. As always, thanks for listening. Please do uh, share this with friends, let other people know that this podcast exists and that it can be a resource to them as they make their way through their life of faith um, on the days between Sundays. Here it is, though, without further ado, Pastor Gary's sermon from June 20th. When we look at that passage from Job,
1: It's a fairly well-known passage if you've been around church circles for a while. A lot of times people like to throw out that little quote, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Just reminding us that sometimes we don't get all of the answers, that we just have to turn things over There's a great phrase, let go and let God, and we just sometimes have to realize that God has understanding well beyond ours, that God has power that goes back eons before us, before we even had a a sense of what creation would be, God was already in the midst of forming, and so as we read through the book of Job and we come to the end, it almost could make you just chuckle a little bit at the way God talks to Job. You know, Job's trying to have some kind of understanding, and God pretty much lets Job know, this is really beyond your understanding. You're trying to come and and tell God how to do God's job better and God would say, you really don't know how all of this works. Let me point out to you that you don't know how all of this works and goes through really this, this almost beautiful sense of creation and even takes us to the place where it talks about the sea. You know, So who decided how the sea should be contained in some ways? and anybody who has been along a seashore and just spent time there, and you keep watching the waves coming in, and you're like, somehow they know where to stop. I don't know how that works all the time, but the waves just seem to know where they're supposed to end, and the land starts, and all of it seems to work out just fine. And then we have the Gospel reading for today. As Jesus is out on the boat with his disciples and a storm comes up. And all of a sudden, it would appear that everything that God talked to Job about, about how in control God was, and how out of control we might feel like we are, about how God can handle everything, it seems like God just took a a step back and let chaos reign once again. As the disciples are in the boat and things are getting out of their control. And so they finally say to Jesus, who Somehow was sleeping in all of this and I know that we might think oh I've been in some nice boats that are quite large on the water You know and I've I've been able to go underneath into the cushions there and the nice beds that you can get in a boat on The water these days and probably some of them even have like little shock absorbers underneath, you know So that you don't quite feel all of the waves. So yes, I could understand Jesus sleeping in one of those boats. The only problem is those boats didn't exist in Jesus day Jesus was probably into something very much more like what we could, would consider a wooden rowboat And so that's how Jesus is is Approaching this storm. And so they finally wake him up and It says that Jesus gets up and rebukes the wind And I wonder How does that happen so quickly? When I wake up these days, I need like 20 minutes before I can even think about putting my feet on the ground off the bed sometimes to understand how that's going to work. And on those, you know, once out of every 29 days that I forget to turn the volume down on my phone before I go to bed, and so the alarm comes up at about a volume eight instead of a volume two, On those days I can fumble around and usually the phone ends up on the floor and somehow I get down to turn it off but even in that I'm not ready to rebuke any waves uh, when that comes I might yell at my phone a little bit but I'm not ready to look out at all of creation and change what's going on out there And the way that we have Mark record us for this, it almost seems just commonplace. They woke Jesus up, so he woke up and said, I'm I'm rebuking you, see. And that's all there was to it. And as I looked over that passage this week, what I was struck by was how many times over the past 30 years, I've tried to make this story more than it was. I've tried to make this story about me because I felt like my job always was to make the gospel story relevant to your life. And I hoped if I could make it relevant to mine, that somehow we might find a connection and it would be relevant to yours. And so I have done. All of the metaphors about the storms in our life. I have done all of the metaphors about finding the calm. I have done all of the metaphors about turning everything over to Jesus and trusting in God. And you know what? They're all true. But sometimes what I missed was the fact that Jesus calmed a storm. I was so caught up in the metaphor that I missed the most basic thing that happened out on that sea. Is that Jesus took us nearly back to God talking to Job and saying, you need to understand at some point in your life that God has power. And if we miss that, we'll miss maybe what Mark was trying to say in the first place trying for us to to understand that Jesus as the Son of God has a power that's beyond our understanding and when we can simply pause and consider that then maybe we can be filled with awe Just at that Because I got to tell you why I really want the awe. I really want to be filled with awe When God does something for me I'm like, oh when God does something in my life Now I'm ready to be filled with awe when God does something that seems miraculous to me now I'm ready to be filled with awe I wonder do I need the miracle to have the awe over God's power and I kind of decided no I don't need the miracle to be in awe over God's power I can just be in awe over a God that created all of this and still maintains power over it and I'm wondering sometimes is that enough For today I mean the other fact is it's Father's Day and so I should be talking about all of the power that fathers have sometimes it can be really positive and sometimes it can be negative but there's certainly some power there that doesn't take away the power that mothers have in the midst of all of this or aunts and uncles and grandparents and everything that comes along the way but sometimes I wonder if my life is too metaphorical and not just simply sitting back and being in awe over the presence of God. And part of the reason why I think that's a challenge for me is for the same reason that Jesus looked and said to his disciples, Why are you afraid? And part of the reason that I realize I'm afraid is that the earth is real, there is violence in our world that comes from people, there's violence in our world that comes from nature, there's sort of a built-in sense of uncertainty into what it means to be a person on this earth. And so yeah, sometimes I'm afraid, because I don't know what the rest of the day is going to bring. And so the only way I can get through it some days is to create the metaphor and to make it seem like I'm in the boat with Jesus and Jesus is calming the storm and that makes me feel calm But the reality is sometimes I'm in the midst of the storm and I'm just going to be there a while and sometimes it feels like God's still sleeping and letting everything just rage on and that's just what I have. But I know at least one time, I know at least one time Jesus stood up in front of his disciples and said, peace be still. When I am not at peace, at least Jesus shared that with his disciples, one time when the storms rage at least one time the storm was calmed. when i have virtually no understanding of what's going on in the world i trust that god does and so sometimes i have to realize that my life can be completely out of control but I can still be in awe because maybe everything about Jesus life doesn't have to be about my life maybe sometimes I just need to stand back and consider what Jesus did peace be still even though my storms continue to rage. Maybe that's enough. Amen.